Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are actually joined by Will in studio today. Howdy, Will. Hello. You doing well? I am doing well. No complaints? Not yet. I want to go ahead and let you know our guest did not bring in any snakes for you today. Oh, uh, well, it said here forged in fire. Yes, which what, where all snakes should snakes? go. Well, we'll get to that. Uh, with <laughs> our I was promised swords and knives and tomahawks, <laughs> not copperheads or king snakes or what have you well we know how much your affection is for snakes and so i just wanted to make sure if he had the opportunity because he was a part of the the ninth annual snake rodeo roundup i think it's what are there at lake washington in a couple weeks past weeks i didn't know if he put one in his pocket to bring here just for you will no i left him at home you left him at home and that that guy being mr brian like the easterling he is not here to talk about snakes it's just fun to pick on will who's in the studio for rhino today but he won the history's channel forged in fire competition for season seven episode 37 and he makes custom knives of all crazy kind from repurposed repurposed steel so snakes just something you do i assume on the side so welcome brian thank you it's good to be here all right let's let's first go with the forged in fire because that's pretty cool that you came away the champion in that popular show there on the history channel how did that even come about for you to be a competitor there i got an email one saturday in june of 2019 from the casting company telling me that they had uh, kind of been following me on I guess social media wanting to know if I would be interested in applying for the show because I, otherwise I'd never really thought about doing it so that's that's how it started an email from them so that means they had to at least seen because I would never get an email from Forged Empire to say <laughs> would you like to be a part just yeah. a random drawing uh, you know look of the draw there um, yeah me and fire don't mix well so they had to have gotten word somewhere that brian from eyes mississippi is up to some good with creating creating things so where would they have scouted you brian social media facebook instagram i mean daily posting pictures of what i'm building what i'm working on uh i like to try to break them before i send them off so I, i i video testing the blades and so I'm just assuming that's where it was from, social media. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay, so you got the email, and you, you believed it? You knew it was true? Not at first. Uh, yeah, you know, you get spam calls, spam emails, text daily. And uh, when I when I opened it up, I said, okay. And I put my phone back in my pocket, and I waited till my wife got home and let her look at it because I was, mm, there's no way this is real at all. It can't be. 
So, and when you found out it was, which we've had several other Mississippians to be featured on Forged in Fire. Yes. So my first call would be to some of them and be like, "Did you get an email? Is this real?" Yeah. Or email them um, sort of back. But it was real, and so you mm-hmm. did get the chance to go. So, so where where did you go? Where where is it shot? It's uh, it's filmed in Stanford, Connecticut. Um, you know, it's uh, I always thought New York. Um, it used to be filmed in New York. I was kind of surprised that it wasn't still. That's how much I kept up with the show. So, yeah, we flew to uh, Stanford, Connecticut to do the filming. Of you know, We went for round one and two to begin with. Because so. they put you through a little bit of a tester, right, to make sure that you're, for, for lack of a better term, TV-worthy. Would that be fair? Or to sort of see if you can hang on real TV or all the phases on TV? No, everything's on TV from, you know, after after the initial contact when they, uh, you know, they contacted me, we went through the, the application process, uh, background checks, all that kind of good stuff. Months went by. I got another email saying that I was accepted and they'd give me a film date. I got the film date and a plane ticket and when when I got there, we went to filming. Everything was based on what they had seen, I guess, through Internet and social media, yeah. and then through the application and interview processes that we went through. So I guess I'm more up on, like, food competition shows, which is sad, <laughs> but true. But normally you're just thrown in there with competitors that are probably equally yoked to you and your skill, and then you get, you know, these surprise um, ingredients, and you have to create a meal out of it. Is yep. that, like, similar in terms of, hey, here's some steel. We need a X, Y, and Z type of sharp thing from it mm-hmm. and get after it. It's it's really similar. Um I won't hold me, you know, to this because I'm not 100 percent sure. But my understanding is is that the forged in fire was actually, you know, born out of the thought process of like the Food Network's yeah. Chopped. You know, it's it's four competitors, three rounds, one goes home. You know, it's the same process. But yeah, it, it's a, you you get there and and you don't know what you're going to do until the camera starts rolling and that's when they hit you with the surprise of whatever you have to do. Well, it tickles me, Brian, that you got an email out of nowhere, your words, for mm-hmm. Forged in Fire, to a show you really hadn't kept up with. You, you've heard of it, but you weren't like a dedicated watcher of right. it. So did you go binge episodes or seasons of it, or did you just go in blind and just ready to take on whatever came your way? Um, being in the knife community for as long as I have, um, and with the wonders of social media, uh, internet, I've I've gained a lot of friends in the community, and a lot of those people, uh, several of which I know from here in Mississippi, uh, have been on the show, and so I searched up their episodes, and you know, folks that I knew, yeah. um, just to get an idea, um, but. You no. really can't. You can only prepare so much. Yes, that's right. You can't right. really, other than your wife getting out, you know, in there and hollering at you and to make, <laughs> make something quick on time. It's about the only way you could run yourself through, you know, yeah. what you think it may it may be like. So since you really, and I think also that's a fun way of going into something like Forged in Fire with no expectations of what it should be like because then it's just what it is. You mm-hmm. just enjoy the moment and you just roll with it and you take whatever comes your way. So in that first round, what, what came your way? <laughs> they uh, they made us build a key 
a key. Did it have to unlock something? It had to unlock a lock that um, there were four boxes, four um, locked boxes containing four different types of steel. And whoever was lucky enough to get their key built first to make their lock open could get their choice of the steel. Had you ever made a key before? No. No, no I even in the show I made reference to the fact that I'm a knife maker, not a key maker. Uh, that key whooped my tail um, really bad. I mean, I... I by the well, grace you had of, to survive. Yes. So did you? You didn't win that. Did you win that round? Well, th- there's. It's just like the Food Network, yeah. the Chopped. Okay, you got those four who were competing. Well, three of those met the parameters, and and one, and one did not. So I survived. You I didn't. I did not win round one. Do you still have that? Mangled tea, uh, no. key? No, they, that's that's property of the show. That's uh, not fair. If it's not functional, they should <laughs> let you hang on to it. It's functional. It opened that lock. Oh, it did? Yeah. It took uh, an hour and a half to get it built. Um, but How long do they give you to complete your task? In round one, you have three hours. Oh, well, so that is that is a considerable more amount of time. I'm assuming that the skill sets are different. The requirements of the skill is different than cooking, because usually with the mm-hmm. cooking, they only give you maybe 60 minutes. But right. But I guess it takes more time for yes. you guys to be able to complete a task. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's a, it's a longer drawn-out process than your average person realizes because we're so used to going to Walmart and buying. Well, you just take your yeah. key in there and you say, I need a replication. Mm-hmm. And they just go and stamp it or something yep. and then and, you know hand it back to you. Yep. But it's, to think that this was primitive way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you imagine if you had to go into somewhere to get a, a second key for your house and go through the same <laughs> no, processes that you I had would, to? I would re- I would just pull the door down with my truck and buy a new door. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's, it's just Which no way around that. It's what I would do. probably not a bad idea to have those skills up your sleeves, too, in cert- certain scenarios. Okay, yeah. so you survived round one, mm-hmm. and, and we already know the end of it, that you walked away as champion. But what was that like going into round two? I mean, did you even go into this thinking – I mean – that you might could win it, or because you were so detached from the show and some of it itself, did you just go in kind of thinking, ah, whatever happens, happens? That's really what I was thinking. You know, I'm, I, of course, I went in hoping that I would do well, but you got to think about it. I'm, I'm from Mize, Mississippi. And, you know, the town's not as big as this building we're sitting in, and I never would have thought that I would wind up there. So, you know, just being there was but then amazing. You, you make it by the skin of your teeth through the first round the second round there's got to be a little more pressure to say i think i might oh, can hang in here and do this and we're going to hang with brian easterling he is the forged in fire champion of season seven episode 37 from Mize, mississippi we got more with him coming up next Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. 
pool tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from during this time you're at home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. Spring cleanup can be easy, fun, and affordable with the all-star John Deere compact tractor package from Mississippi, Arkansas Ag. The John Deere 3025E tractor plus loader, box plate, rotary cutter, and a trailer will keep you ahead of the game at just $293 per month with 0% financing for 72 months. Leave it up to us or visit any of our 16 locations or agup.com for more information. Offer ends 8321. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com the whole crew at Mojave's Quality Printing, your one-stop shop for all your printing needs, would like to wish you a safe and happy 4th of July holiday weekend. We at Mojave's Quality Printing are proud to celebrate with you the birth of this great country. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. to good things don't forget today is a good day to plan your very own one-of-a-kind mississippi trip and you can do that over at to visit we're continuing to visit with brian easterling he is from mize mississippi he won the history's channel forged in fire competition season seven episode 37 when was that brian uh october of 2019 is when i flew up for round one and two and uh we, they flew home immediately following that, and we filmed round three, uh, the building stage. And I flew back to Connecticut November, the 1st of November. 
and uh, we actually filmed the finale, testing the weapons and all that. That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. So, okay, so we ended with your round one. There's three rounds, four competitors. You're now down to three competitors, two rounds. You made a key that did unlock a door. Mm-hmm. Um, what came next? Well, and, you know, through round one, we, you know, built the key, opened the box, got my steel, and I built a knife in an hour and a half. Uh, and then round two is when you correct any problems that the judges pointed out to you, all that kind of good stuff, and you have to attach a handle, which presented the next big box of mystery surprises and all in itself, because I, <laughs> what they wanted us to do, I'd never even heard of. Google had not heard of it, you know. So well, what was the term for it? It was a, um, it was a key hole guard or a key slot guard. And well, that was going to be one of my questions for you anyway, Brian, is I get making the beautiful knife in itself or making the, you know, I guess the end piece. But then it's a whole nother level of artistry looking through your social media feed earlier and seeing the beautiful handles and the ways mm-hmm. that you, you know, you stick it in something to sort of be able to use. Do you, I mean, is that something you learned when you learned how to start making knives was also the handle piece or is that? Did that come later? It's it's all kind of a learned process. Because uh, I guess you have to have same. it in something to be able to use it. Yes, uh, you do. And and honestly, handles is one of the hardest parts of a knife build, in my opinion, because you know everyone has a, a, a you know different way of wanting things to fit and feel in their hands. Everyone's hands is bigger or smaller. No one's is the same. You know, so when you're trying to do something for someone you've never met who's six states away you know that's handles is one of the hardest parts to me you know always has been well that was a hard part to round two for you Mm -hmm. did you get the sense that your other two competitors that were left still felt like oh wow what what is this did did, was there a consensus that maybe that was a curveball that they threw yeah it, it was for all all three of us um you know we we all stayed in the same hotel and we were able to see each other and speak and all that kind of stuff and and we all you know like you ever heard of this nope have you not a clue so everybody was on the same page as far as you know their knowledge or lack thereof of what they had us doing for day two you know for the handle build so we were all kind of on level playing field right there you know and so you obviously came out at least on the top two, did you win that particular challenge? Well, like uh, like I said again, it's it's just just like the. So other no, there's not there's not a winner of no. the round. There's just there's a not a winner. There's just one of those three that did not meet you know the parameters exactly as they needed to be in order to you know progress so on the third round. Now it's just two of you. Yeah, and the great thing is, the two of us that were left um, were both Mississippi guys. Really? Yeah. Who was your partner? Doc Schiffer. He's uh, a phenomenal knife maker. Uh, he's a great guy. And uh, What part of the state um, is he from? He's down around Leakesville. Yep. He's a uh, you know, really great bladesmith. What are the odds? I know, really. And uh, so um, it was pretty cool, you know. Uh, he, and and so I'm, I'm thinking, okay, so I'm really lucky and I'm going to be 
cool with losing to this guy because he's such a great guy and right. I was you know his work is phenomenal and I was like I'm okay with coming in second to him that's great you it know? feels like the knife community or the forging community if that's a fair way of saying it is a small community and you guys all and gals mm-hmm. root each other own it feels like such a um, hospitable it's hobby very much it very much is uh, there's um, I, mean, I mean I've been doing this in this community for a long time and I can honestly count on one hand with fingers left over the number of people that are just really arrogant, rude, and you don't want to be associated with. That's and that's that's very few people. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just really a great bunch of folks that that make up this community that I'm lucky to be a part of. So you're part of an even smaller percentage of that who can call themselves Forged and Fire Champion because you did yes, come right. out over the the one there uh, in league. Sorry, guy, but hey, yeah. glad two Mississippians were there right. um, at the end. But that's the weapons one, so that's cool. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of go? Did you go in knowing what kind of weapon you'd have to make? At the end of round two, they you know when the two that are remaining. Um, before they send you home, that's when they reveal what you're going to be making. When you know when you get you home, when you get to your shop. So yeah, I knew what I was making prior to even leaving for the airport the next morning. What and, was it? Uh, tomahawk and a Bowie, a Bowie knife. What's a Bowie knife? Bowie knife. Know what a tomahawk is? Bowie knife is a. Uh, it's a big knife. It's uh, you know, made famous by Jim Bowie. Uh, Everybody always thinks that he built the knife, but actually his brother was the one who built the first Bowie knife. Um, it's just a big knife for um, from the frontier days for hunting. Say, and in what scenario would you would you like? I need a Bowie knife. It doesn't it's sound like something. Snakes. <laughs> no, no, we don't kill snakes with knives, or at least I don't. Uh, no, Bowie you knives. Get close are, to do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bowie knives were great. Uh, when they were, you know, first brought about for just about everything, they were frontiermen. You know, they used them to uh, fight off uh, Indians and uh, other people, whatever else they needed them for. They make great camp knives. You know, they're they're big, they're heavy. They're had you ever made one before? Oh yeah, well, I'd made plenty of Bowie knives. What about tomahawks? I'd never made a tomahawk. So that was the one you were a little bit more worried yeah. with. Yeah, that was the one that I had. Are there patterns for tomahawks on Google? I mean, can you? Uh, you can. You just YouTube it. You know, you can watch videos on how to do it. So. So, are you flying back to Connecticut from Mize, Mississippi, with these primitive weapons in like your carry-on bag? Because I'm assuming uh, that's not happening. No, like at the end of uh, at the end of day four, when uh, filming was completed, and uh, they had taken their pictures and documented uh, all the parameters were met and all that, I had to. Uh, Locked the weapons up in a in a box, and they carried them with them, and they shipped them to Stanford uh, through FedEx. So I didn't I didn't have any weapons on me at any time. To so the end piece to it, Brian, is the fact that they test them. Now that's yes. the fun part. Do oh, yeah. you get to test them, or no, do people like me get to come out and throw a tomahawk and test it? The judges themselves well, do that's the testing. Not fair. They get well, all the fun. <laughs> yeah, it would be pretty cool to have. Random strangers come up and test your blade. So how I mean, do they test them? Oh, they put them through Almighty. You know, it's things that the average person that I build a knife for are not going to do with their blades. I mean, and and it's it is what it is. It's a competition. At the end of it, somebody's walking away with ten thousand dollars and bragging rights. I guess you could say. So they want to do all they can to try to destroy those blades. You know, just to make sure that. 
they are what they are and as the knife maker are you watching it going yeah yeah you definitely be. definitely yeah, and then like hold your breath like <gasps> yes. come on Tommy come on Tommy hold it up hold it up <laughs> yeah no doubt it's, it's tense the entire time okay sure. and then your name's called out like it's you Brian Easterling one forged in fire mm-hmm. and you know what's that feeling like shock surprise uh, joy and and you know just really complete disbelief I couldn't believe it I couldn't believe that I had made it there to pro, you know progress that far and then to come out on top and as the winner you know it was it was pretty unbelievable now but prior to that had you been um, building knives for for a living or did that catapult you into an opportunity to do it full-time as a living I wouldn't say that it was a living no um, it was a hobby for that sure, yeah. about six years prior started turning into a hobby that was paying for itself a little bit and uh, and, and I already had you know future goals of you know doing this full-time in the near future whether it's selling them workshops yeah. mm-hmm. being able to print you know help yeah. people that kind of thing uh, you know so I went from being busy um, after the show being extremely busy enough that that yeah I'm full time with it which is a blessing I know well we're going to we're going to step back before forged in fire and find out how Brian got into building knives and more coming up next From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny conditions, high near 90 degrees. Tonight, clear skies, low around 69. Your Thursday rolls in with sunny skies, high near 92. Finally, Friday, mostly sunny, high near 92. And 60% chance of rain for your Saturday, partly sunny, high near 85. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. This Independence Day, please join Members Exchange Credit Union in remembering the men and women who are now serving and who have served our great country. From Members Exchange Credit Union, have a safe and happy 4th of July weekend celebrating with friends and family. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. 
At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Last week, North Mississippi was hit hard by flooding from heavy rains. In D.C., Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith called on the USDA to act quickly to provide relief to affected farmers. Because it's hundreds of thousands of acres of prime cropland that's either got to be replanted or it's just going to simply go unplanted this year in some circumstances. Centene has agreed to pay $55.5 million in a no-fault settlement after an investigation into claims that the company's farm Pharmacy benefit managers were inflating their bills. State Auditor Shad White on his office's role in the investigation. If there is something going wrong, if they are overbilling or, or you know they're keeping more money than they should or whatever it is, my job is to find it. My job is to go out there, identify yeah. the amount of money, and get it back. For more on this story, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time on air and online at supertalk.fm. We've got the hottest talk. Hot town. 
all summer long. Super Talk Mississippi. Live, live, and on demand with the Super Talk app and at supertalk.fm. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi has so many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So go to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. And as you know, our friend J.T. Williamson is undergoing treatments for cancer because there is a severe shortage of blood platelets across Mississippi. There is a desperate need right now for people like you and me to donate blood and platelets to help cancer patients like our friend J.T. and many others. So if you have the time and it it moves you, then go to msblood.com or call 888 90-blood and find a place to donate and you can actually list that you are donating it for JT Williamson it has to be a Mississippi Blood Services uh, location for JT to sort of see your name and that you know you took the time to do that so so many have reached out want to know where they can send cards or well wishes well this is the best way to get a message across to JT that you are thinking and praying for him and doing all that you can so I know it would mean a lot to, to him if you could take the time um, to do that. Uh, But we're getting to know Brian Easterling a little more here on Good Things. He is a Forged in Fire champion. That's the popular show on the History Channel. And he now has that title with so many others from, or at least competitor, out of the state in Mississippi. And it's it's curious to me because it feels like this show has really brought back to life the skill is it forging? Is that how you say it? Forging? Mm-hmm. And then it's opened it up to maybe a whole new generation. But you were doing it before it was cool <laughs> again. Yeah. So yeah. when's the first time you were introduced to forging something in fire? Uh, yeah, I guess I was in my early 20s the first time I you know, dabbled with actually forging a knife. Um, so... Who introduced you to it? Myself. I, you I, just saw fire and said, yeah, "Me yeah. fire, build knife." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, you know, ancestry. I guess I don't know. Uh, I, I'd been dabbling with it since I, I made my first knife at fourteen in ag class in Mize. You know, you'd probably go to, you know, to jail for doing that today in class. You know, but so I've been dabbling with it, doing what you call stock removal. For a long time, and uh, but yeah, I was in my my early twenties the first time I dabbled with actually forging out a knife with an anvil and a forge and you know hammers. So. Did you just get addicted to it? Yeah, in a good yeah. way. In a good way, yeah. It 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 is very addictive. You know, um, I tell people all the time. You know, it they'll ask, uh, what what do I need to do to get started? And you know, I, I tell them, and I tell them to, what you need to make sure you don't have an addictive personality because if you do you know not that it's a bad thing but you know you could lose touch with your wife or your kids i'm kidding but yeah it's very addictive it's uh 
Because there's probably always something new to learn or to do a little bit better or different techniques oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. sort of skills. Yeah. I know one of your – it's Lucky Town Customs, yes, correct? That's right. And that's your middle name. Or Lucky is my middle name, yes. Well, that's cool. Um, and so you do sawmill blades, and then you also, though, do it from repurposed steel. So what does mm-hmm. that mean? Like, you don't just go out and buy new steel. Can people bring you yeah. – I mean, you may. But what does yeah. that mean by – I know what repurposed means, but yeah. I never thought about repurposing it in to something sharp and shiny. Yeah, I mean, um, re- recycling steel, you know, uh, leaf springs, coal springs. Um, it, it presents a, a, a different set of challenges when you're using steel that was, you know, something in a previous life, you know, because you have you have all the stresses and and problems that cause that piece of steel from whatever it was to be discarded. So, um, yeah, when you're able to take something and and create something else with it, you know, rather than just getting bar stock that you can buy. And and I do that. I do that. Uh, I use new steel a lot. Um, It's just a little more gratifying to me um, because there are certain challenges that you've got to overcome when you're working with something that's old. Well, and if someone commissions you for a piece and they bring you a sentimental piece of steel mm-hmm. that's, you know, no longer being used and then you mm-hmm. turn it into something cool, I mean, there's yeah. that whole story element to right. to a, to an heirloom now. Exactly. And I and I, I get that a lot. Uh, you know, horseshoe rasps and uh all kind of different things like that. Just you know, this was my granddaddy was a farrier. This was a rasp that I found in his shop, you know, and I'd love to have a knife built out of it when we can do that, you know. Was well, it kind of the same, Brian? I'm thinking in my mind, like where you can take jewelry, like gold, so real, you know, good jewelry, and you can basically melt it down, and then you can make whatever you want to, you know, out of it. Is that similar to it, or is it a little bit harder to take something that's a com- in a completely different form? And then make it a knife. Well, I guess what would make it harder is your skill set, I guess, and your, you know your ability, the knowledge you have in doing it. You but know. are you still melting it down into a mold, or is it no, different than that? Are no, you beating it into yeah, a knife? <laughs> yeah, you don't melt it. You know, um, I don't have a forge big enough for that, or they get hot enough to melt steel. Um, you just get it up to I guess that a, would be pretty hot, huh? Yeah. Uh, about 2,500 degrees is what my forge will burn, which is nowhere near the melting point of steel. Um, so you're just getting it hot enough that you can, you know, hit it and move it into what you want it to be. So just about anybody can. Um it, but it is it's it's a learned skill that takes time to to sure. figure it out. If Brian Easterling had a signature creation, what would be like what would you say you feel like I'm good at this? Well, not because of forge and fire. Um one I, I love building buoys uh, and different variances of a buoy knife. That's something I really like. And uh I can't tell you how many um what the old old timer shrade looking sharp finger? I kind of have my take on that blade, and I sell a lot of those. Um, so that's one of my go to. I'm 
I think I'm pretty good at it, that one particular style. So, Is there one that you still, or what are you still trying to learn? Oh, I'm still... I I'm, know you're still learning all the time, yes, but like yes. what's, have you, what's a knife or an axe or a weapon or something that you're like, huh, I haven't done that yet? Well, I haven't done, uh, I haven't done any swords. Um, I haven't had any requests to, and... Uh, probably should just for the sake of doing it. Uh, the one thing that I find myself more often now trying to better myself at is Damascus. You know, um, forge welding steel, you know, multiple pieces of steel together to make one piece. That's uh, that's something other that I'm really new at um, and really trying to hone that skill a little bit better. Assuming they're not listening, what's the strangest thing you've been commissioned to make? <laughs> I don't know what it's called. It's not a mace, uh, but it's really medieval. It had, you know, it's a handle with a chain and a spike ball. No way! Yeah, I made one of those. Like you made the whole thing, or yeah. you, like from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would think a chain would be the hard. Was, was that a hard part to not, get them? No, not not too much. You just, you know, you. you Did you test it out? Oh yeah, yeah. My. Um, what do you swing it at? Well, I had a piece of plywood, and also uh, energy may not want to hear this, but <laughs> my my transformer pole in in, in my yard, uh, I, I attacked you, it a little bit. Did you ask why? What was behind the request? Yeah, I mean, I, well, I know the guy, and he's just because that sounds like Dateline things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think, yeah, it does. Because if you wind up you know, Friday night seeing, mm, he he's a he's just a collector. He likes to collect. I've, he's a He's really, I guess, into medieval medieval type weaponry. Mm -hmm. uh, I've made him several different, uh, like Viking axes. That uh, I know. noticed on your Facebook page, Brian, you have the what's the axe? It's like the two medieval looking axes on the either side. Like it's um, mm. what, they, what were they called? I call them a, a Viking battle axe. Yeah, um, those look I'm, gnarly. Yeah, yeah, that's those are pretty cool. So, uh, do you ever make the little throwing knives? Yeah, you know, I've, other than um, having folks tell me that they've thrown some of the knives and and the buoy that was made for Forge and Fire, they threw it in the competition. I've never actually made what you consider an actual throwing knife. I've not made any. Well, that's getting po gaining popularity with all of these axe throwing mm -hmm. places that are that are popping up yes. and now. People are wanting. Those it's kind of like cornhole for your backyard, mm -hmm. but it's a little bit more dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A little bit more dangerous, but you can you can actually get a primitive weapon um, or knife weapon one there, and you can throw like the little ninja knives and mm -hmm. stars and do all of that. Right. So I mean, there's so many different avenues now that are just opening people up to hobbies and unique things that right. they never thought. Which I know if you are interested in forging, that you do. Brian does a lot of workshops and teaches mm -hmm. too. So we'll dive into that more coming up next here on Good Things.
I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at NewCareMD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. G3 Services is a proud VIP sponsor of The Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. Located in Gludstadt, just south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful. From trees, shrubs, and color plants to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2021 collections in stock and arriving. The farmer's market is open, full of fresh fruits, vegetables, and local honey, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Callaway's in Gladstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. The staff and management of the Bay Point Country Club would like to wish you a very safe and happy 4th of July holiday. Have fun, but please drive safely this July 4th holiday. From the staff and management of the Bay Point Country Club in Brandon. Happy 4th of July. This is the closing agar market report. At the close of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was down 85 to 85.95. March cotton was down 73 to 85.86. At the close of Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were down 17 and a quarter to 14.48 and a half per bushel. August soybeans were down 24 cents to 14.02 per bushel. July corn was up five and a half to six seventy three per bushel. September corn was down three and a quarter to five eighty eight and a half per bushel. At the mercantile, August live cattle was up one hundred two to one twenty four ninety two. October live cattle was up one thirty five to one twenty nine ninety seven. August feeders up eighty seven to one fifty seven seventy. September feeders up one fifteen to one fifty nine eighty. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down two hundred seventy seven points, thirty four thousand twenty one. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, visit our website at msboc.us. Cotton isn't a crop, it's a calling. That's why you battle resistant weeds with guts and determination. BASF helps you win with the most effective in-season weed control program on the market. The powerhouse trio of Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook are best-in-class post-herbicides, each with a different mode of action, so weeds don't stand a chance. Protect your calling at cottonweedcontrol.com. Ingenia, Liberty, and Outlook herbicides, made for this. Ingenia herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Always read and follow label directions. 
Your midday meeting place, The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. delay in planning your Mississippi getaway. You can do it all over at visitmississippi.org. And we are wrapping up our conversation with Brian Easterling. He's got Lucky Town Custom, where he can make custom knives of all crazy kinds and weapons um, from repurposed steel or really to fit your to fit your needs. He's also the Forged in Fire champion from Season 7, Episode 37 from the History Channel. And you're passing on all your knowledge in workshops in a lot of different ways. I mean, yeah. I guess that's how they found you to begin with, Brian, is you just sort of showing your skills online. Now you've sort of packaged that into opportunities for others. So what's that like? It's it's really cool. Um, you know, to, to be able to pass along it, the knowledge that you have to others, especially in a craft such as this, that at one time prior to Forge and Fire was not really known. And, and now that it is, um, you know, it, it's opened the door up for not only myself, but bladesmiths, uh, you know, throughout the country, around the world. It's uh, it's pretty neat. Uh, I've I've met a lot of cool people in in some of the classes that I've done. Um, people from other countries. Um, so it's 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 really cool and something that. I never would have dreamed I'd have been doing, you know. So, what are tell us about some of your workshops? I mean, do you travel Mississippi and host them? Can someone have you come to their event, or you know, get a gang together and get you somewhere, or come to you? Like, how do they get a Brian Easterling workshop? Well, um, I, I'm set up to travel. You know, I'm I'm mobile, I guess you could say, but. Um, and that's I love doing that, but as as any craftsman, regardless of what it is, would tell you, um, one can get a much better experience. Uh, you know, get the full experience of what you know goes into what I do on a daily basis at my shop. You know, with all the tools that I can't throw in the back of my pickup and 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 travel abroad with. You know, um, but yeah. Classes, um, events, whatever you know, I can set up, do you know, demonstrations, what have you. But um, it's just uh, whatever anybody might want, you know. I noticed where you've opened your um, shop up to various organizations that have a cause. I saw where Wounded Warriors of Mississippi yes. came out to your shop and mm-hmm. got the opportunity to bang some. I yes. guess some steel. Mm-hmm. So, what does it mean to you? And you've also connected yourself with uh, Get Her Done's the Snake Rodeo, yeah. which they um, they raised money here recently for for an officer. But then also always connect themselves to a good cause as well. Yeah. What does it mean for you to give back? That's what we're here for, right? I mean, I love making money, but I love helping people. I mean, uh, it's one of the most important things that we can do because. It's just like I said in a post the other day on uh, Facebook. One day, it might be myself that's needing help. And I'd like to think that somebody somewhere might remember that, you know, that old boy, 
he he helped somebody. He helped me. So I'm gonna help him. And and that's what it's all about. That's what that's what we're supposed to do, I think. You know, help people. And even if it's helping them, you know, like the wounded warriors in Mississippi, just be able to escape and mm-hmm. find a new outlet or learn something new, or to introduce just a regular old person to a completely new skill, because I w- I've never done it, but I, and I would be terrified. But I would think <laughs> something that takes all of your senses and takes your thumbs away from your phone mm-hmm. and requires your full undivided attention could be very cathartic yes. for even if you just come out with a Willy Wonka looking <laughs> piece of piece of steel or whatever that's yeah. not functional. I mean, but today art in the eye of beholder. That's right. It's true. So, and ladies are getting into it as well. Absolutely. Uh, My episode, um, there was a lady that I was competing against in in my episode, and up until the end of the second round, um, I was kind of scared that she was going to be sending me home. And as a matter of fact, uh, just here recently, she was called back um, for a redemption type of um, tournament and wound up winning. She says she won out of eight bladesmiths. She walked away the champion of that redemption uh, tournament, which is pretty awesome. So, yeah, I mean, there's um, there's no limits, you know. Um, you're only limited by what you want to do, I guess, you know, um, and sure, which just you, makes it so great to me. Absolutely. And if you're interested in foraging, they can find you Online, or if they're interested in, in you and commissioning you for a piece, they can also find you online. So, where do we find you, Brian? You can find me, of course, at um, Facebook. Brian Lucky Easterlin is my personal page, or you can Lucky Town Customs. Um, I also have a website, um, luckytowncustoms.com. Email is ble6161 at gmail.com. Uh, I'm on Instagram and Twitter. and no, I'm newly to, uh, you know, on TikTok. <laughs> so. Nobody listens to Good Thing has TikTok. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Including me, but stick with us. You got more coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. We'll be back tomorrow at 2. Until then, find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.